Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back, Quick Brain. So here is your question. How do you optimize your second brain? A lot of people actually refer to your gut as your second brain because of the high concentration of nerve cells. To talk about this, we're actually bringing back entrepreneur Naveen Jain. And a lot of people were really excited when they heard the episode that we did on how to be an exponential thinker. And we started talking about gut health. And so to talk more about this by popular demand, we brought Naveen back. Thanks for being here, Naveen. Well, thanks a lot, Jim. It's again, always a pleasure to be with you. Now, you're such a big thinker. And we were talking about exponential technology and exponential thinking. You're on the board of Singularity University, of XPRIZE. You have Moon Express, which is the only company in the world that's been given permission to leave Earth's orbit and land on the moon. I mean, that's amazing. Such a big thinker. And now you're applying it toward this right now to the microbiome, the second brain. And, and you, we, we talk about this a lot. You actually think it's not the second brain, but the primary brain, right? Yeah. So it's very interesting is that people think of our gut as a second brain. But remember when your mother says, Jim, listen to your gut. She yeah. didn't say listen to your brain. What, <laughs> what did she know? When you are anxious, you don't get a butterfly in your head, you get a butterfly in your stomach. Mm -hmm. What is it that's going on here? Our gut produces 90% of all the serotonin in the body produced. 90% 90 of serotonin is produced in our gut. Now, what's serotonin for those? So serotonin is the neurotransmitter that makes us feel good. So serotonin is the one that actually when you're feeling depressed, they give you serotonin. Mm -hmm. So serotonin is really a way for a neurotransmitter that actually makes us feel good. What's very interesting is that our gut is connected directly to our brain. They call that a vagus nerve, right? As you and I were talking about that, how do you explain this idea of these microorganisms living inside us? I mean, are they just kind of there and, and we are separate? Or we are actually in some type of a symbiotic relationship. We let them live there because they're just there. Mm-hmm. Or is it something more nefarious? Did they really create us for their own benefit? So I really think I want to take this tongue-in-cheek story about how humans were created. And the only reason I'm doing this is for you to reframe our thinking about who we really are. Let's talk about how humans were created. As we all know, organisms like single-cell organisms and the bacteria and viruses has been on this planet for 4 billion years. The humans came about, give or take, a couple of hundred thousand years ago. So how did the humans were created? So here is how I think it all happened. One day, all bacteria and viruses and organisms came together. And they all said, we're sick and tired of living in this small area in Africa. We want to go out and take over the world. And they all looked at each other. And one person said, I think I know what to do. What if we could create something where trillions of us could live inside it? We could live all over it. And all we have to do is keep this thing healthy. We can make it crave what the food we want. So it'll take care of us. It's going to go all over the world. It's going to poop everywhere. It's going to spread us around and we're going to take over the world. And they created humans. And as they created humans, suddenly they start to realize maybe something could go wrong here. What if 
Humans became smarter than us. What will happen to us? So they went to the master. Master, master, we have a problem. What's the problem, son? We created this thing. Aren't you worried? Someday it's going to become smarter. Master says, don't worry. We put all the controls in place. Like what, master? No, no inside the human cell. Something they call the mitochondria. Mitochondria is one of our brothers. It sits right inside their cell. All the energy that the human cell needs comes from our brother. We talk all the time. Our gut and our mitochondria is talking all the time. If they ever go out of line, we shut their energy and they're done. Master, that's brilliant plan. Other ones say, Master, but you're not thinking. They're starting to develop. They call the brain. What are we going to do about that? Master says, we have a perfect plan. We put a direct connection where we live in the gut right to their brain. And they call that a vagus nerve. And they named it after Las Vegas. And they thought somehow whatever happens in Vegas will stay in Vegas. They thought what happened in the gut will stay in the gut. They were so wrong. What happens in the gut goes everywhere in the body. In fact, we are the one that controls all the diseases. We use the microRNA interference, all the neurotransmitters that go back and forth. We control their amygdala, their behavior. We control their prefrontal cortex, their decision making. And guess what? Like a good leader, we make them think they are making the decision. We are the ones pulling all the strings here. So we are the puppet master. The thing on the top of their shoulder is simply a puppet. We are the masters and a good leader. We're going to let them think they are the ones who are making decisions. And we're going to control their brain. <laughs> Everything we do is literally are exchanging microbiome all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that is really the key that we as humans are more microbial than humans. We have more foreign cells in our body than the human cells. Our human DNA only expresses 20,000 genes and the microbiome in our gut expresses 2 million plus genes. Wow. Right? That means we're less than 1% human when it comes to gene expression. And people who don't know what gene expression is, I want to just explain for 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Our genes are not our destiny. Every part of our body has exactly the same genes. Our hair, our skin, our heart. How does it that same DNA, same gene can produce hair Mm -hmm. and different tissues? It's because nature controls what genes are expressed and when certain genes are expressed and others are suppressed, you get hair and you can control that thing and you get, you know, skin, you get lung tissues, you get heart tissues. Now imagine that control system is being controlled by our gut microorganisms. So when you feed them things, what happens is they are digesting those food and in turn they're releasing the metabolites which are really the small molecules that are absorbed in the blood and they go out there and change the expression of our genes. They not only provide the nutrients at times such as butyrate, propionate and we all know those are the good short chain fatty acids. The other times they produce something called LPS, lipopolysaccharides, which is a toxin. That means when that gets absorbed in the blood or inside the intestine, it starts to cause inflammation. So, you know, 70% of our immune system is along our gut lining. Our immune system is constantly interacting our gut microbes and they work together to get friend and foe. You know, what's a friend, what's a foe? When baby is born, at that time, through the birth canal, it gets a first exposure to the microbiome. Mm-hmm. And that is really the nature's way of essentially creating a holistic offspring. The first seven days of the breast milk has cholesterol. Cholesterol cannot be digested by the human body. 
it can only be digested by the microbes. So when you have, we have breastfeeding, the breast milk not only has antibodies, it has the microbes. So nature is constantly providing the microbiome of the new baby because once that microbiome starts to be in the gut, they start to train the immune system. And when the babies, when they're born through C-section or when the baby ends up taking antibiotics because they have an ear infection or something else, what's happening, the gut microbiome gets killed. Guess what happens? They get eczema, they get asthma. And a lot of these diseases starts very early in the child because of the microbiome imbalance, right? So 95% of all the chronic diseases are caused by our imbalance of our gut microbiome. All of the chronic diseases are caused by the chronic inflammation. And when I say chronic diseases, you know, I mean, you know, people can have, you know, more serious stuff like Parkinson's or Alzheimer's, depression, anxiety, OCD, or obesity, or diabetes, or autoimmune diseases, or even cancer. As we talked on the last episode, uh, you know, the cancer is not only influenced by our microbiome where, and even the cure for cancer, whether it works or does not work, depends on your microbiome. So Mayo Clinic and Cleveland Clinic published a research on the breast cancer, which is the breast cancer. They took the 1600 women with the breast cancer in their tissue. They found the microbiome. Pancreatic cancer, two weeks ago, was uh, the research came out that gut microbiome moves because you have a leaky gut into pancreas, shuts down the immune system in pancreas, allows the cancer to grow. At times when it produces toxins, our gut becomes a leaky gut. That means the food we are eating is starting to go into the blood. The barrier that is between the gut and the human body, like a donut, that is now permeable, that is actually broken. Mm -hmm. And now the things are going back and forth. And that's why you get allergies, you get food sensitivities. And now you have chronic inflammation because your immune system is seeing things it never saw. And the thing that is really the most interesting thing that we have found, Jim, having analyzed tens of thousands of people, is there is no such thing as universal healthy diet. There is no such thing mm. as healthy food or unhealthy food. So food that's healthy for one person could be causing toxicity in another person, like spinach. Mm-hmm. Spinach is generally considered good. For me individually, I was, the, I was told that spinach actually is something I need to avoid because spinach has uh, oxalate that my body, my microbiome cannot digest. Mm. 50% of the people we tested actually don't benefit from things like pomegranate juice, walnuts, raspberries mm. that are considered good for you. And the things that are considered good, like protein, in fact, are harming many of the people because they're eating excess protein, Mm -hmm. their microbiome is converting them into toxins. Now, once we know that there is no healthy food, what do you do? For the first time, we now have technology that can look at the RNA, not just the DNA, the RNA of every organism that is in your body. And what that means is not only we know who they are, we know how active they are. But more importantly, we know what they are producing. And I started this company called Wyom that is able to analyze. And these, this technology just a year ago would cost $5,000. Really? Yeah, a year ago. And if, even at that, it would be worth it. It for- would be worth it because it changes your life. All these chronic diseases. Now, now a year later, it is a three ninety nine. Wow, that's astonishing. Astonishing. Because of exponential technology. Because of exponential technologies and because of the technology that we licensed came out of the biodefense work at Los Alamos National Lab. So this technology was designed 
for biodefense work, to understand if a bad actor were to get hold of something biological, how would we know what's making us sick? Mm. And if we know what's making us sick, yeah. why can't we apply to making, keeping you healthy? So I, we got the exclusive license to this technology worldwide. So we can now use this to essentially keep people healthy. And the only reason they gave us the license was because they knew we are working on a thing, not just to create a great company, not to make money, but to actually help billions of people not yeah. suffer from chronic diseases. Yeah. Why and are you so passionate about that as, as your mission? This is the, one of the biggest problems facing humanity. Yeah. You know, all of our healthcare dollars, trillions are being spent on healthcare and mm-hmm. people are getting sicker and sicker. But on a personal level, my father was just diagnosed two months ago with pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. And it really broke me down because I kept thinking that if I had started Wyoming just a year ago, by this time, I would have had a solution. All this data that we get, we feed through the artificial intelligence to find out what is going on, what food is good for you, what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And artificial intelligence requires a lot of data. Right. We need a million people to come together so we can solve this problem. Mm-hmm. And if we do, we will be the generation that will be known as the generation that finally got rid of chronic diseases. Mm-hmm. We will be the generation that will be known for getting rid of the pharmaceutical companies. We'll be the generation that will be known for eliminating the suffering. It breaks my heart. Wow. And to me, I told my dad that I don't know if I can help him, but I will make sure that no one else ever have to suffer from it. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason I'm just so passionate to solve this problem. So in terms of optimizing your second brain or maybe your primary brain, which is your gut, you recommend people take this, the first step is yeah. they, t- they get knowledge, meaning they do an assessment so they know, so it's not a black box. That's right. And instead of it costing thousands of dollars, $5,000 or more, you make it available through Viome at a, a very, very affordable way right. to be able to help uh, them and their families. Yeah. Once you know you can do something about it, you're yeah. no longer helpless, right? Yeah. Interesting thing is every listener who is out there, you can go Google. Just type in Parkinson's and microbiome and you will see the research that shows how Parkinson's starts 15 to 20 years before you see the first symptom in your brain, it starts in the gut. And you can start to now type breast cancer and microbiome, pancreatic cancer and microbiome, depression and microbiome, PTSD and microbiome, anxiety, autoimmune diseases. Every one of these things you'll start to see is related directly to microbiome. You no longer have to be a victim. When you are sick, and you don't have information, it's guaranteed somebody's going to victimize you. And our healthcare system does a good yeah. job of that today, right? When people have chronic diseases, our healthcare system is just not geared to take care of someone who has these chronic diseases. All it does is suppresses the symptom. You have autoimmune diseases, let's suppress the immune system. And right. what happens is when you suppress the symptom, it's going to show up somewhere else. And that's exactly what happens. When you suppress one symptom, it shows up three more symptoms. And they have drug for all those symptoms. And by the time you get old, you're popping more pills than you're eating blueberries. <laughs> you're right. I mean, when we're dealing with symptoms, people don't get headaches or fevers because they have an aspirin deficiency, <laughs> you know, in their, in their biology. So it's, it's important. But the first point to change anything is really awareness. And that's, that's what you're allowing people to do. We set up a site for people who want to go deeper in this. They go to viome.com forward slash quick, K-W-I-K. 
I thank you for putting that together. It's biome.com forward slash K-W-I-K and people can get the assessment there. Yeah, you can not only find out what is happening inside your gut, you actually get the recommendation so you can take some action. So it will tell you, should you be eating kale or not? Should you right. be eating spinach or not? Like for me, avocado is bad. Wow. Oats are bad. Wow. And what's good for me is actually something that everyone told me to avoid, which was wheat. I mean, it's very interesting. The things that I thought were healthy for me yeah. were unhealthy for me. So there's no magic pill for anybody. Really, the magic pill is knowledge. Knowledge and in a constant maintenance. So you can't say, mm-hmm. oh, now that I found out what's happening, right. that is good for me forever. Because when you change your diet, what's happening is you're changing the ecosystem in your gut. Right. And when it changes, you have to keep tuning it, right? right. And if you don't tune our body every four months, yeah. what happens is, it breaks down when it breaks down. It's really expensive. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like my, my thing is growing up, you don't know, like I used to go, and go out of my way and, uh, for example, drink lots of milk. And I never liked uh, cow's milk myself, but I went out of my way, even when we didn't have any money to buy all that milk. I didn't like the taste of it. I was suffering through there. And not only was it not good for me, but it was actually bad. And like, what if someone listening to this right now are feeding their children foods that's leading to their allergies, their asthma, and all these issues, and they feel like out of sincere uh, wanting to do something good, they're actually hurting the people that they care about. I'm telling you, it happened to our kids. Mm-hmm. I was giving them almonds and milk because we thought it has calcium and it, mm-hmm. almonds are just so good for you, and we, they just did the test. And they both found out that actually the almonds, uh, they have tremendous amount of sensitivity mm-hmm. to almonds and milk. And I was harming them when I was doing something out of love. Yeah. Well, now people could correct that now yeah. to be able to do something like this. And I appreciate, you know, your story, you know, everything that you've gone through. And, you know, you're looking to face some of the biggest challenges that the world is facing. And certainly healthcare is one of them. So we appreciate you being a, a, a quick brain thinker, if you will. Learning to learn. Yeah, learning to learn. I mean, even doctors right now that with graduating school, that information becomes very antiquated. The interesting is even if you're graduating today, mm-hmm. they're not taught about microbiome. And even Good. though science is 15 years old, by the time your doctor finds out, mm-hmm. it has been around for 30 years. <laughs> Right, right, right. Now, especially with podcasts, and you, I know in our in our last episode we did with you, you're saying, you know, read all the time, yeah. listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, educate yourself, because really, you know, a trained mind, you want to be able to make good decisions. You make, uh, you train, you train your mind, and then responsibility really lies on ourselves. That's right. You know, it's not it's not somebody else's responsibility to to teach you or to do it for you. You know, we need to take responsibility the- for our thoughts, for our thinking, uh, and our health, focus, and primary health, which is our greatest wealth. Become the CEO of your own health. And then becomes once you are healthy, you can actually have even wealth. (laughs) Right. I mean, the the goal is not to be the the, the wealthiest person, you know, in the graveyard. But you want to be the healthiest person in the graveyard. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also, you you want to be able to not also add years to your life, but also life to your years. Because some people could grow older, you know, but they they lose a lot of function mentally and physically. But this, this this is everything. I mean, my... My grandmother had um, Alzheimer's. I don't talk about it a lot, but when I was, you know, as a child, she didn't even recognize me. She couldn't, she didn't know, but she called me by the different names and such. And so, you know, I wish these tools, these technologies, this exponential thinking, you know, was, was there, you know, for our loved ones. But I mean, as they say, the best time to, to plant a tree is 20 years ago, but the second best time is today. So now is the time. So thank you, Naveen. Well, thanks a lot, Jim. I appreciate it. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? 
If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our quick success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your Limitless Book Club, where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author, and then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour, uh, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that, and this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode. 